Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Welcome back, everybody. And, of course, we are heading straight to it, Max. We need to get down and start breaking down the New Orleans Aints. And the Aints are closer to Aints than they are the Saints. But they are still one of those teams that are uh, they are a good road team. They get on the road, they do well. And this is a team that uh, isn't quite what, you know, we remember from the Drew Brees era. But I'll, I'll say, number one, if we start looking at the Saints offense, the first thing I'm thankful for is that Michael Thomas is not going to be there. Hello, Max. Okay. Moving right along here. Max is slacking on us. <laughs> I will say this, Wex. Uh, Wes, Wex, I got everybody all Wexinator. mixed up. I know, the Wexinator. We just bought that out of the closet for no reason. All right, um, moving right along, we don't have Michael Thomas as a wide receiver that the Steelers will have to contend with, especially with the fact that you've got the situation where we've got some hammies, that being the Akella Witherspoon. You know, you've got some guys that uh, you, you depended on, like a William Jackson. He's got a low back issue. So that's one of the guys that, you know, you got to make sure that, um, you know, you get the secondary, you, you don't want to overload. Michael Thomas would have been an overload. Yeah, no, he he absolutely would have. And, and they're down some talented pieces, certainly on offense. Uh, Michael Thomas, I mean, it was just a couple years ago, Wolf, right, that we were talking about him being one of the best wide receivers in the entire league. Um, Jarvis Landry as well, too, on the on the shelf for them. I mean, they've, they've had some big names. Uh, Tyron Matthews dealt with, with injuries this year. So, yeah, banged up at playmaker, uh, a little banged up in the secondary, a team that got a little beat up on Monday night, too, by the Ravens, it, it seemed like. And, and all the signs here, Wolf, kind of pointing to, man, if you're, if you're going to get this thing turned around and, and really have a strong performance, 60 minutes, all three sides of the ball, and take a step forward on offense, certainly as well, too, this feels like the weekend to do it. Absolutely. Max, what do you say? Well, I, I think um, it, it, it's this is the winnable game. When you're talking about how can we get on the right track, this is the perfect team to do it against, like you said. I mean, they have a lot of injuries. You know, you're thinking about a couple of the weapons that they do have. I mean, Alvin Kamara, Chris Olave, Taysom Hill. I mean, I think right. that's, that's 49% of New Orleans scrimmage yards. 
and, yes. and over 50% of their, of their skill touches. So if you can figure out a way to combat those three, I think this is something offensively we can take advantage of their defense because their defense is just all across the board. They're giving up yeah. uh, over 25 points a game. Right. You're looking at their pressure rates, one of the lowest in the league, I think is below 20%. So there's great opportunities there. If we are going to pass, and Kenny Pickett's going to going to beat our Yin's chat predictive <laughs> trivia game question of getting over 195 and a half yards, this is the team to do that against. And when you think about the Falcons, right? Who, who who's in their who's in their division? The Falcons put up almost 400 yards of offense, and they look terrible. If you watched the game last night, and <laughs> yes, that game was not great. Uh, weather conditions, but still, I mean, Marcus Mariota's throwing interceptions on his back on the ground. Did I you mean, see him was... just throwing the ball up there? I'm like, I'm just going chucking it. Yeah, I'm going, what? Marcus. What are you doing? You know, I mean, you're yeah. you're running around back and forth, and then you know, it's it's okay to punt. You know, throw the ball out of bounds, and yeah. he just lost exactly. him up. I was like, going, I couldn't believe what I was watching. Yeah, it was uh, it, it was it was a very very uh, I can't I, listen. Just in case I get hired by a team next week, I'm not oh, going to yeah. make any pro- proclamations against another Good team, move. right? Because it might come back to haunt me. Yes, because I might yes. have to coach against them. Yeah, you uh, never know. but it, it it was not it was not a great performance. Let's just let's just keep it PC. <laughs> it's not a great <laughs> it's not a great performance. So you know, so if that squad can do that, I'm like, come on. I mean, we we have to be primed for a good offensive and defensive showing considering who the opponent is that's coming into Acrisure on Sunday. Well, I, I will tell you, there's a couple dangerous guys over there, and one of them is Cameron Jordan, but he's not quite the same player that he's been. You know, um, he's he's still a guy, and he's got five sacks thus far. He's still a guy that is, is one you got to contend with. But I was, I've, I'm so impressed with their, two of their three linebackers, Demario Davis and Pete Warner. Those guys – yeah. And Demario Davis is like Vince Williams on downhill skis. I mean, you want to talk about a guy coming downhill and banging away. Demario Davis is downhill all the way. No, he, he he's he's downhill. He's a banger, and he's a guy that you must with double teaming account for. Don't let him slip out the back door mm-hmm. uh, on the backside because he also has that closing speed where he can run around the block <clears throat> and still make the play. This guy, so you've got to be conscious and steady. Max, he's got six sacks. I mean, this yeah. is a, he's an 11-year veteran. He's got six sacks, 43 tackles, eight tackles for loss. He's off the ball linebacker. Yeah, I know. I'm going like, <laughs> yeah. wow. That's a lot of saccharations for an off-the-ball linebacker. Yeah, so, so yeah. So, I mean, you could tell that, hey, nobody told him that, that, that they're giving up this season, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> yeah, he hasn't got the memo. <laughs> He has not gotten the memo. Apparently, the homing pigeon did not get to his house uh, on that one. <laughs> but, you know, I, I think that, that – and so that's something that's a real scare. Because I don't want to sit here <clears throat> and try and pretend to be delusional. Right. Right? About, oh, this is just – this is a gimme game. No, I'm not no. saying that. That if there is a game to be won to get things kick-started, this is the team I would like to see. To, to, to get you back off uh, out of your slump. You know what I'm yep. saying? Like, yep. like, if we had to pick a team, everything falls in place, right? Yep. They're not at full strength. You know, they have issues. They really don't have a quarterback. Uh, you know, I mean, Andy Dalton is just there. 
third offense in three years, and apparently Jameis is that bad because I don't see how <clears throat> if the Jameis of the last year or two mm-hmm. was was still on was still on his game, how Andy Dalton would even be starting at this point. And I'm surprised that Taysom Hill's not starting. Yeah. But then again, that's not that's that's not that much better. So it's like, come on. All the signs are pointing to let's get the job done. Don't take it for granted. Go out there, do your job. And if you do your job, I feel like good things will happen if everyone does their job. I would I would exactly agree with that. If everybody does their job, this should be good. You got a team that played Monday night. Okay, they're on a short week. They're traveling. You're coming a dome team coming to maybe a cold environment. All right, so it might be a little bit discomfortable for them uh, at Acrisure yeah. on Sunday. You've got a defense that is not. They're not killing it in the pass rush. They're not killing it as far as defending what you know what they're giving up. They're still, like you said, giving up like 25 points a game and over 320 yards per game. Uh, this is a defense they can get after, and I think they can start with a good run game and get a balance where you're not throwing the ball so much, and it gives Kenny that opportunity to experience a little under center play action, which if, if you, you know, one of the things that I really found interesting was the fact that he's 23 at 29 for a buck 75 off a of play action um, under center or moving the pocket. And to me, that that's a key. You know, again, he is like the Sundance kid. He's better when he moves. I like the fact that you can get him on the edge and he can throw the ball and do all those things. But if you can get a little more 50-50 and get some more production out of this rather anemic run game that we've got going on right now, it's going to be so much, so much more helpful because – the Saints can't just pin their ears back and come after you. You got to play your run keys, and that's one of the things that I believe the Steelers really have to put it put it right in the grill of the Saints, so that they start having to go through their run keys rather than just come off the ball and try to meet at the quarterback. Well, and and, th- and this is a Saints team that you know years past I probably could argue some of the other Saints teams that we that we've played against. Uh, especially during you know during my time and of course the, the time up to now, um, you yeah. Let's you, not you go into ancient history, right? We're not going <laughs> into ancient history, but yeah. But but you also have to remember Mike Thomas owned three all yes. time against the Saints. He has not beaten the Saints yet in his career. Right, the only, only team he has not beaten. The only team. So this is a huge moment if he could overcome this. So not only win one for the Gipper style right here, right? You know, yep. for 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 Mike T, but. You know, this is a Saints team that if you if if you punch them in the mouth early, you know they they, they tend to crumple. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's about as frank as I can put it. This isn't this isn't the Saints teams of the past. This isn't the Drew Brees led Saints, right? Right. This isn't this isn't the young Cam Jordan. Um, this is this is an older team, veteran led, but the skills just aren't there. And the offensive line. You know, losing Teron Armstead was a huge blow for the Saints mm-hmm. as far as protection on that right. offensive line. And they haven't really recovered. Um, and so if there's anybody to come after and start and start putting the wood on, stop the run, establish the run. Those are the two mantras that you need to have. And if you need to write them down, write them down. If, if any Steeler players listen to this show, establish the run, and stop the run. That's it. You do those two things, everything else falls into place. Everything else falls into place. No question. And 
the confidence that brews from you being able to do those two things uh, will, will pay dividends for weeks to come. No doubt about it. Look, the Saints allowed the, the, the Ravenous Ravens there to go buck 88 and rushing against them, okay, last week. You can put some, some – I, I just can't believe you can't take these guys off the ball. I think you can. I really do. I yep. look at each and every yep. one of them. I got all the respect in the world for Cam Jordan, but in his 12th year, he's not the same strong player that he's been in past years. Still a wily veteran. Chooks is going to have his hands full with him. He's a good hand fighter. He's going to come up the field. You're not going to surprise him with screens or draws, those sorts of things. He's going to play those areas, and he's one of those guys that even when you watch him, you know, he, he did some nice stuff against Lamar Jackson you know, with crashing the mesh point or, or slow playing the mesh point on some of those read options and everything. But the fact of the matter is you don't have to worry about that with the Steelers. And and he, he's one of these guys that has just got great game brains. You watch him out there. He operates and knows what's going on. Yeah, a- absolutely. And I think that's what you kind of have to, you know, look at is that you do have a skilled veteran in uh, Cam Jordan. And then, of course, Marcus Davenport, another – High round draft pick, first rounder for them on the other edge. That's a skilled pass rusher, uh, a kid from UTSA. Um, but, you know, in the middle is where they're soft. I mean, Shy Tuttle and uh, David Anyamata. Yes, Anyamata. Yeah, Anyamata. Yeah. I always get confused. It's like I see it and it's like, don't mess this up. <laughs> um, I mean, those guys for. The ages and the size, they're, 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 not, they're not world beaters. They're not, they're not these tremendous immovable objects uh, of, of yesteryear that, that right. the Saints used to have. So you can go defeat these guys. And I think that's what you kind of have to go in with that mindset. Like, I'm going to be the bully. And running up the middle, if that's what we got to do, that's what we're going to do. Ooh, take, you know, I like take that. Cam, take Cam Jordan and take Marcus Davenport out of it. You know, Demario Davis, yes, that is a beast off the ball. But listen, when things are moving towards him, you have to make a business decision. Yep. Am I going to try and crash front side and keep keep going where I'm supposed to go? Or if he's going to go backside? But the problem is you need to move him to force him into that decision. Don't let him do what he wants. Make him do what 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 he can only do, what you dictate to him. And then when you know what he's going to do, that's when you can start being more effective. Right, and that's where you can start playing with his mind. Because, like you said, I think the strength of this is going to be Demario Davis and Pete Warner at, mm-hmm. at the backers' position. That's where the strength of they are. Because I think everything else is just kind of average. And then, of course, you know, I believe Marshawn's still not playing. Correct? Last I checked, I think. as I understand it, Marshawn Lynch is not playing. Yeah, yeah. So, so you know, you already lost one but, of your. But here real we go. Big... Let's pitch oh. to Johnny on that and see if Johnny has an answer. <laughs> Johnny, we're pitching to you. You ready? Uh, can you guys repeat that question, please? Can you use it in a sentence? <laughs> yes. Toss 28 crack. Marshall to Lattimore. Right. <laughs> no. Yeah, Mar- no, sorry. Marshawn Lattimore, active, inactive. Yeah, I believe he's going to be inactive. We'll get confirmation from that once we've pitched yeah. to Johnny and Johnny is now. Hold on. Internet's in. going slow on me. Let's oh, see. Whoa, 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 whoa. Practice report loading. Okay. Still loading. Still loading. <laughs> Still loading. Marshawn Lattimore, yeah. uh, DNP so far this week. Okay. All right. All right. I feel, no, I feel no official good about word yet, but looking there. unlikely. Okay. 
All right, so so you're losing one of your best defenders. Um, Tyra Matthew, which is still a very, very good defensive back, safety, secondary support He's guy. He's something, because, yep. Yeah, Honey, Honey Badger. Yep. You know, Honey Badger does not um, – does not does not does not does not uh, make mistakes. You know, Tyron is one of those guys that he's great off the ball, but he's just as adept on the ball, playing and run support, and also covering the slot. Like Tyron can do whatever he wants defensively, and that that's the beautiful thing. I think he's shown himself time and time again. Uh, brief teammate of mine in Arizona, um, or I was a brief teammate of his. I guess I should say he stayed there longer. Um, <laughs> I was a brief teammate of his. I mean, but Tyron, tremendous athlete, tremendous personality, tremendous football IQ. Um, so he's going to be a challenge, uh, you know, as far as IDing where he is. But once again, if you run up the middle, you you make it cloggy. Yep. The sometimes sometimes those plungers can't work. Demario Davis, Pete Warner, and uh, Tyron Matthew. That's that's their three plungers. Uh, and we're we're trying to wad up the middle. Get it? Eh. <laughs> Very good. Not bad. Not okay. bad. Okay. I'm a little yeah. slow, I mean, but you know it's okay. Well, it's okay. and I, I I've done better work. I mean, yeah, you know, I'm well, not gonna lie. That was that 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 actually wasn't even low hanging fruit. Like I I, I it had been kicked around on the ground a couple times, and then I, and they <laughs> it was a little bit up. mashed up. You it's know. bruised. It's bruised. <laughs> it's, it's close to cider. You know, at this point. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, you that that's how that's how you mu- that's how you muck it up for him, and you don't allow it to get into a passing contest, because then that's that's when that freedom and that's when the six sacks of Demario Davis and the crafty pass rushes and blitzing that he <coughs> that he does <coughs> start to start to start to manifest themselves. So I I, I want to avoid that at all costs. Well, you think about it, and here's the thing, and it, it does look enticing. They only bring uh, five or more pass rushers. You know they're tied for last in blitzing, and I mean they, yeah. they don't they don't do, they're just going to bring their four. They got twenty two sacks. It's not like, of course, we only got fifteen, and I, I you know, such is life. But uh, you know exactly. The, but it could you. all be altered this weekend if T.J. Watt comes back. You know, yeah, I'm just I, saying. I I'm not love, saying. I would love saying. for us to go on a run because Matthew Judon has eleven and a half by himself yeah. for the Patriots. So yeah. Yeah, we, we we've got to pick up the saccharations. Yes. You know, this is a this is a this is an area that we've led and we've dominated over the last five years. And to be at this point in the year with only that much production, yeah, that's a frustration. Well think about it. Was uh, a year ago they had fifty five? I mean, you gotta get sacked yeah. here, man. Yeah, exactly. You just need to catch you need to catch the sacking spirit. You know yep. what I'm saying? Just you know, obviously the game's at one o'clock, so you might if you want to go to churches the night before at chapel or you just hit the sunrise service. You know, one of those yep, two. Absolutely. Um, to get yourself ready. But we, we, we need to catch the Holy Spirit of sack. Um, <laughs> it's like Joe Green Sunday. said in his, uh, in his Hall of Fame speech. If you're not in the stadium at 1 o'clock on Sunday, you're in the wrong place. Yeah, exa- exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Church included. That's right. Hey, but here's the thing. The pastors are trying to get out too. So, yeah. you know, they're, you know they're not going to be fat. You know they're not going to be long-winded. <laughs> right. They're like, hey, listen. Li- Listen, listen, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. All right, everybody's blessed. Here's some homework. Read through these chapters, and uh, we'll reconvene next Sunday because it's a 425, so I can go through everything and almost have like a double sermon makeup uh, if we're running <laughs> and long. And go Steelers, uh, <laughs> right? Hey, 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 hey go, here, hashtag here we go. Yes. Hashtag here we go. Uh, <laughs> exactly so. But I look oh, at this, this team, and 
I also I got respect for Marcus May. Marcus May is a pretty good player. As is Chris Harris, their nickel. You know, he plays yeah. little, him and Tyran Matthew. And I, Paulson Adebo, not bad. Alante Taylor, I mean, he's they're, they're good players. Alante's a rookie. Uh, seems like maybe you'd want to go that direction too. Uh, you know, get yeah. yourself, uh, you know, go after that guy a little bit. But, again, I think you got to get a hat on Demario Davis all the time. you got to know where Pete Werner is. Caden Ellis, you know, he, he's he's not bad. You know, he's he's like one of those intelligent linebackers that runs around and makes plays. That, their linebackers are good overall. No, that, that as a solid crew that uh, that knows has played a lot of football and knows how to play football. And so I, I don't get too enamored um, with a lot of the other things, but that that that's definitely their group of strength is the middle of that defense, and that's and and that's part of the front seven. Um, it it's it's not as clear cut as we're talking about it because obviously there's still some nuances, like you said. For everything that they don't do blitz-wise, they also make up for it with slants and shifts. Well, yeah. Right? They got moving. So, they're a very mobile line. They're a very actively moving line. So, for the offensive aspects of this game, the offensive line has to be sure-footed. You can't take long, swooping steps. You got to take the short choppies and get in technical positions for your fits in the run game to make sure because they will be slanting. They will be cross-facing. They will be doing all of these things to confuse you and get you off balance. The best thing that could happen is that the offensive lineman turns into an open door. And if you're staring at a door and it's open, that means it has a vertical nature to it. Mm-hmm. And that creates lanes for people to run through. That's right. what we call run-through lanes. You can't have you must that. stay square. Hey, listen, you can crack it open. <laughs> and the second that they 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 go to peak, they go to peak, uh, you know, right there in the side area, you slam the door in their face. That's the that's the position that you want to have, um, especially when when approaching this group. So the second you get those shoulders turned, it's a bad day. And it's not the guy you're looking at; it's the guy that's coming off your back shoulder because he knows that you're not looking at him. Well, you know what I was impressed with? I thought on the defensive line, you got some guys that hand fight well. Now, the problem is when you hand fight well, sometimes that leaves you open to the double teams and so forth. You know what I'm talking about. You get a guy that that comes off and he gets a little bit high, you know, and then you've got an opportunity to move these guys on the inside like you talked about. And, again, the the postman's got to be able to keep his eye on on the linebacker, as does the drive man, because of the fact these guys are are so – they're just very good at suddenly going through that open door as you talked about. So I'm interested to see how this is going to play out. You know, I mean, to me, I think the the pin and pull series where you block down, you gap, you kick out, you lead up, those sorts of things, you got real opportunity here to get something done. Even the inside zone stuff where, you know, I think that would it's more of a complimentary thing to – Maybe, hopefully, Najee. I think this could be a weekend Najee kickstarts it, you know, and things get rolling here. I, w- I-, I would love nothing more for, for Najee. Um, yeah, I do want to step aside, Wolf, and I want to oh, continue this conversation. Right. Yeah, because, uh, yeah, we, you know, we, we want to make we sure we're getting enough. We get caught up in it, man, and then all of a sudden, bam. I know, yep. but that's the best part of the show, right? We, yep. we, we are now involved in the actual game prep pre-game conversation and uh, that makes it so well but we're going to step aside for the moment Um, I do want to make sure I'd be remiss if I didn't mention it 
if you miss any of our other shows, we have a full lineup of SNR shows um, across the board, hosted by many guys. We got Motsi and Wes with the Blitz. We got Tom and Jacob with the Standard. You have Wolf and Starks with the Locker Room. We're covering all of this. Then we then we go in overtime. The Godfather himself will speak twice a week to you uh, in a podcast format that releases every Tuesday and Thursday. Um, you know, St- Wes is also doing not double but triple duty with his Steelers <laughs> Weekend review as well. And then, of course, we That's still have Jack. Yeah, Jack. Yeah. Um, but uh, but we also have. Of course, the Peace Day Resistance every game day Sunday. Bob Labriola and Mike Tomlin will take you through game prep and getting ready for this game, what to expect, what to watch out for, so that you can be prepared when you either sit on the couch or go into your st- seat in Akershire Stadium to watch the Steelers take on the Saints. That happens every game day. He talks about the current opponent up. Uh, it- it's great. And all of that's available on Steelers mobile app or the iHeartRadio app or wherever else you get your podcast. All right. Now that we've house cleaned a little bit let's step aside and we'll be back in the locker room with wolf and starks here on snr and espn radio is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Look good. Um, you know, it's exciting to see him get back and, you know, progressing. Um, you know, I think he's looking really good, and so we're very optimistic about it. And so, you know, we'll see how things go, but uh, I think he looked really good today. Yeah, you think he hits the ground running? For sure. I mean, you know, a guy like that, he's been preparing. Um, you know, he's been doing extra stuff, you know, on the side and stuff like that. And, um, so I think he's been doing a good job, you know, just really preparing for this moment. Um, you know, he's a defensive player of the year, so he's going to be ready. Um, you know, when Tom comes, I know he's going to be able to go out there and make some splash plays come Sunday. You know, I'm glad to have him back at practice, and then we'll see, you know, how he comes out of this week and, and how much we'll be able to use him. And, and if we're able to use him, I'm sure, you know, I'll try to find some places to get him in the game. Uh, and it may just be a regular defense. It, it may not just be three safeties. You may get him regular defense, three safety defense, you know, whatever it might be, because uh, I think he's a good football player. And, and, and so we'll, we'll work through that at the end of the week. And, you know, as we get closer, we'll kind of narrow that, take those things down. Well, that was a couple of uh, commentaries there. Number one was Alex Highsmith talking about T.J. Watt and then Terrell Austin talking about DeMonte Casey or comma Casey, <laughs> comma crazy, however you want to call him. Uh, he is one guy that you really love to have back because, again, the big nickel, the ability to put three safeties on, on the field together that can work and move around and do similar, uh, you know, job descriptions, but each brings a special, their own special flavor to the defense. Max, it, it, it speaks well, bodes well for what can happen this weekend. No, you're absolutely right. <clears throat> it, it's good to hear that and to know that, you know, you have guys in here that have the passion and the skill set. You know, I think that's the other thing, oh, yeah. right? The passion is there, the skill set is there, the desire to 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 blow things up right the, the desire to disrupt what others are trying to do others being the opponents and to know how invaluable they are i mean and it's not like you know this is something where we're kind of speculating no we've seen what the proof is 
What 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 is that in fifty games played at Acrisure Stadium? TJ Watt has what? Well, forty sacks. Forty sacks. That is eight tenths of a sack every time he steps on the field at home. That's amazing. Yep. Yeah. And, I, I mean, mean, think about Jared yeah. Allen. I was just talking to the great one, Stan uh, Saverin out there, the Godfather, right? And I says, you know, we're we're talking about the the forty sacks and fifty career games at at Acrisure. And then I was remarking about Jared Allen and the Metro dump up there, how, you know, he was, was able to use that noise to be able to time his, you know, the, the snap count and everything. It was, you know, it all works together. And for whatever reason, it's not a dome. I think if, if Akersher was a dome. <laughs> oh, oh, TJ, yeah. he might get 30 sacks in a season. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. I mean, you're dealing with an open-air stadium. Are you still able to produce like that? That That's special. That means domes. And insert advantage here, right, uh, right, for him. But what, where he's at, and given the nature of our open air style stadium, which I appreciate, because it's less likely to have turf on it uh, when it's open. Now, <laughs> right, but yeah, because I know, because I know that at Three Rivers, yes, it was, it was, even though it was, it was still open, it was still, <laughs> <laughs> still turfed off. Um, no God, doubt. gotta love technology. Yes, um, gosh, um, but. But no, I I I I'm really excited for the for the prospect of what can be. You know, Wolf, Absolutely. because we saw it in training camp. We saw we saw what the the bit beginning of what could have been some ridiculous. Just imagine if we had KZ at the beginning of the year and we didn't lose right. TJ. Right. Mm. I just I feel at the bottom of my heart, Wolf, and you can call me out on it or not. I believe we would we would be one of those teams that would be also be above 500. I'm oh, not no saying doubt. we'd be undefeated or right. anything, but I feel like we would be at least a four to five win team at this point going into the bye if we had both of those players defensively, and of course not the the amount the rash of injuries that we had as well along the way. I feel like we could have been in a better situation um, as a team because you have that additional comfort. Uh, but nonetheless. We still got nine weeks to prove my uh, prove ourselves. Oh, you Wolf. know what? I got that. Uh, I, I, I went big mea culpa. 50 sacks and 40 career home games. I got that backwards. What? How did you get that? Oh, Max, my goodness. Max, Max, was, you know me. Oh, you know, you know, I know. You need, to, you need to fact check me, bud. Come on. Where's my Gosh. Where's my wingman here? Where's my buddy? I, you know what? I apologize. You know what? Because I, I, had, I had rosters pulled up, and that's my fault. I definitely should have had stat sheets pulled up um, <laughs> instead of rosters, and I do apologize. I will also have my own mea culpa about this as well. Okay. And uh, and, and at the end of the day, Wolf, after we've already taken our own blame, right? We're just gonna blame Wes because <laughs> Wes is our fact checker extraordinaire. He has the magical fingers who can look things up, like when we're quoting. <laughs> 40 sacks in 50 games. It's really other way around. <laughs> other way around. Offensive line. Who's laughing now, <laughs> Oh, that's a great comeback. Good job, Gosh, Wesley. That's, that's a tremendous comeback. God, dog it. Yes. Wes. But I look at this offensive line. Taking a look at them, what do you think about the Saints' offensive line? They are big chooches. These guys are all huge but one thing that is a commonality is you watch these games they don't roll the line of scrimmage back i i'm i'm i was less impressed with their offensive line than i can say i've been less impressed 
uh, by a number of offensive lines this year. I mean, just to see their physicality, they'll, they'll fight you, and they'll, you know, but they don't move people back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, they, they, they don't. And, you know, Eric McCoy at center, Cesar Ruiz at right, right. guard, Andrews Pete, the mammoth of a human. He may or um, may not be in the lineup. Right he was hurt. I have to. Okay, so see, so we might even be down him, right. which actually would not hurt them because he wasn't doing too much. You got Ryan Ramchek and, of course, James Hurst. Uh, this, is, this isn't a great uh, offensive unit up front. No, I mean, it's not. Um, you know, it, you know, even with Taron Armstrong, they still had their struggles. But I think in the wake of him not being there, like you said, nagging injuries – they've just become less and less effective. I mean, if it wasn't for Alvin Kamara being who Alvin Kamara is, right. I think you'd have even even less success um, in the run game. Uh, Ingram, is Ingram healthy? No. No, he's not, no, he's not healthy either. No. And that's one you would think could give you a boost of, you know, a little bludgeoning between the tackles, and he's not there because obviously Latavius Murray got traded um, earlier this year to the Denver Broncos with Javante Williams go, uh, going on IR for the Broncos. So you lose a Latavius Murray, who is, you know, kind of a jack-of-all-trades kind of guy, right. liability in the pass game outside of blocking, but could definitely run between the tackles. Mm-hmm. Uh, make a decision, stick his foot in the ground, and go. Um, you don't have that guy, so now you're going to kind of lean back on Dwayne Washington right. um, in the backfield. So... <sighs> I, I don't I don't want to overstate it, but I mean there's not a great amount of success with this squad. Um, there's a reason why <clears throat> you know the Saints are three and six as they stand right now. But right. this is a this is a group that that twenty three point six points a game average. I mean it's kind of inflated, um, but you know hey, but their defense is giving up over twenty five. So. Once again, this is an opportunity for us to get on top of the right side of things with a team that does give up a lot of yardage and a lot of points on a game-to-game basis. Well, let me just – the uh, as of yesterday, uh, the Saints, their injury report, let's see, Mark Ingram's got a knee. He did not practice yesterday. Marshawn Lattimore, abdomen, did not practice. Eric McCoy got a calf, did not practice. Andrus Pete, tricep, did not practice. Ryan Ramchek, rest – slash knee limited practice pete werner ankle did not practice marcus may abdomen did not practice and and cam jordan was given a rest day just like captain cam uh, the two cams <laughs> how about that yeah once again when you've been when you've been chopping as much wood as they have over the years you know what take a break young man yeah there take you go a break you've you, you've earned it you've yes. earned it and uh Listen, it, it, it's going to be amazing to watch both these cams on the field, right? Because um, I have, I have, I have a personal soft spot for Cam Jordan. Um, As do no, I. He, he was, a, yeah, he's I the mean, son of a teammate, you know. Yeah, ex- exactly, exactly. And and he he's a, he, I mean he and he's really is a leader of that yeah. squad. Mm-hmm. But I don't want him to have success on Sunday. Well, no. You know, success so, before. As, and mu- after, as much but, as we like him right now on Friday, yeah. it will be how much we don't like him on Sunday. <laughs> just in case Steelers Nation was wondering if we were growing soft at any moment. There's no softness. We, we can, You can be soft on Fridays, but not on Sundays. No. Okay? No, you that's when you got to flip the, the switch, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Just, just hey, 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 once again, I'm going to quote your brother, Ron yep. Wolfley. 
paint yourself with a dark heart. Just yep. do it. There you just go. Just do it. Just let just let it happen. Let it happen. Just get into a mode and, and that's what I and that's what I want for the Steelers. Right? I don't want them looking at the headlines, looking at newspaper clippings, looking at the injury report, practice reports. You know what? They're nameless gray faces, as Mike Tomlin says. Go out there and treat them like the nameless gray faces they are. And we'll find out when the clock hits zero in the fourth quarter who who those nameless gray faces were. You can celebrate. You can hug. You can swap jerseys. <laughs> do all that other fandango things that kids do these days on football fields. Uh, could you imagine, Wolf, like at the end of the game, just going up to somebody and being like, hey, you know what? Can I? Uh, Give me your jersey. Even it's all jersey? muddy and funky and, yeah. you know. I'll take it as is. I'll take it yeah. as is. No. And by the way, I have this Sharpie. Can you autograph it? That'd make it even cooler. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know when that started, but I know it didn't. That's... It wouldn't have flied back in the 80s and 90s. That, that just oh, well, that wouldn't have flown in the early 2000s, Wolf. I don't know. I know this. We couldn't. You couldn't afford it. <laughs> back yeah. In my day and time, and, you know, they'd make you yeah. pay for it. Well, they still make you pay for it. I mean, <laughs> hey, hey, that much has not changed, Wolf. Yeah. I, I, I can concur there on that you one. Okay. But, but it's like, I mean, there's, you know, when you're on a field, I'm like, I'm like, get a photograph. If it's guys from your university, right? If it's your college buddies, I get it, right? right? But right. just out of pure fandom of another human, no, I can't. I it doesn't can't, work. Can't, can't do it the same way, uh, especially when you just played them, right? Mm-hmm. There, there's a lot of stink on there, like you said, mud. <laughs> and getting shoulder pads off is an art in and of itself. Yes. Okay? Live and in action without so, without a wall for leverage, you know, without or, being a te- a, or a yeah. teammate's palm. You so know? you can put you, you can lean against the wall so you can put your foot on their head and shove yeah. backwards. <laughs> it's all about leverage. It's, it's all, all about, about leverage, leverage at this point. Yeah, you know, you got you to get a good angle. Make sure you, you get midfoot on crown of head. Yeah. You know, it's most stability point. It's the most stabilizing point. Um, but anywho, Wolf, while we pull our jerseys off for this bell lap of this <laughs> week, we are going to step aside one more time for in the locker room. He's Wolf. I'm Starks. Wes is the ninja. Still figuring out stats for us. Um, and we'll be back one more time on SNR and ESPN Radio. A lot of guys playing last year. Those things occur at that position, which is so focal it, it occurs um, but it's never okay. We're not justifying. You know, there's no there's no curve for that. But I think to answer your question, what we're looking for is for him to not make the same mistakes again. You know, obviously, as as he evolves, and I think you look at guys who played a long time, that's what occurs. So hopefully he'll do that. He's working hard at it. Had a good week to prepare. Feel good about it. And of course, that's Matt Canada talking about his protege, that being Kenny, the Sundance Kid Pickett. And one of the things you you, you like about what Matt said right there was, yeah, we expect him to start taking those mistakes off the off the table. Look, here, there's no doubt about it. I, I remember in my youth the mistakes that I made. You know, it's problematic. But it's even more so when you're a quarterback because I'm not in concert with four. It's not like he's in concert with four other guys. He's in concert with ten other guys. You know, and it's one of those things as he's directing the offense – uh, there's a myriad of things going on, and until it slows down somewhat the game for him, you're going to have that those situations. Now, what I think is really great about it is 
you know, he is older. He's 24. He had that fifth year. He is experienced, and he's handling it very well, I think, in the ups and downs because you're going to have your ups and downs in the NFL regardless of the position you play. You just got to have enough tenacity and mental strength to be able to ride out the storms and and be able to get to the calmer seas. So, Max, I I think this is a great opportunity for Kenny to kind of like erase a lot of mistakes here, move forward, hopefully – you don't have to throw 44, 45, 46 passes this weekend. Maybe you hand the rock off for 30, 35 times. Well, that's, that's the hope, Wolf, but we know in today's NFL that's never the case. But as we can as, hope. <laughs> but we can hope. I mean, listen, you heard what my mantra was. It was stop the run, establish the run. That should be the key right. mantras of this day and age. And I hope we get to that point. Um, but you're right. I mean, for Kenny Pickett, it's about making sure that everybody's on the same page. Everybody feels comfortable. Every guy can look to their left and right and trust the man next to him to go out and execute to the best of their abilities. That's that, that that's all we're that that's really all you can do at quarterback. And then you hope that with everybody doing their job, that it makes the picture clearer for him and can allow him to thrive in whatever plays send into the huddle that he can go and execute those plays to the best of his abilities. I mean, I will say this, you know, when you look at this uh, New Orleans State defense, I mean, you're talking about they're minus 10 in the takeaway giveaway category. Right. Minus 10. 17 turnovers offensively to seven takeaways defensively. Think about That's it. That's a big stat. Max, they've given the ball away more than anybody. You know, they have the most fumbles in the league. It's like they've they've had a lot of issues, but we got to take advantage of them. And I think you know some exactly. of the tech, takeaways. This is takeaway weekend. We got it. One of the takeaways of this weekend should be takeaways. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Stat stat filling weekend. Get everybody on that stat sheet, right? I mean, this is that opportunity to have a chance to get guys in grooves, to try some things out. This isn't a high-turning over defense. And so, you know, if you can if you can establish that, if you can get to a point where you guys are operating, especially when you get to the two-minute drill at the end of the second quarter, you know, hurry up offense tempo things in the second half, you can just kind of start trudging away and just chipping away at the time of possession. Um, and being positive in that third down conversions um, are all key. And then, of course, defensively, I mean, sacks, takeaways, that, that's what they like to do. They like to cough up the pill. Yes. They, like, they, like, they like to give the ball away to the opponent. So why not oblige them? Why, no better time than the present, right? I would agree. Don't, don't let them feel like, you know what, this is different. Maybe we could do something. No. <laughs> Strip away that hope immediately. Like I said, punch them in the mouth. You know, at out the gates, and they will crumple. They will crumple. Now, there's one thing I gotta throw at you—a little cautionary stat here, okay? And the Saints have scored more points. They're number one in the NFL in the fourth quarter. They average nine point three points in the fourth quarter. This is a team that's going to come back if you don't stomp them and stomp them good and, and stay on top of them. They can put some points on the board in that fourth quarter for whatever reason that they're able to rally it out. 
Because normally people have gone into prevent defense because they've established that big of a lead. Sure. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, but yeah, you no, got to no, give them some but, credit. No, I'm, I'm gonna give them credit that that they they do not quit. So you have to put the points on the board so that those nine point averages do not come back to bite you. I mean, you look at uh, what was that the Joe Johnson uh, reception in the Baltimore game? End of the game, okay. forty yard touchdown pass. Okay. So you know, so they do have it in them, right? They they right. they will keep striking and they will start throwing deeper shots because right, you get behind, you start throwing the football more. Can't get lax in your pass rush. Can't get lax in your pass keys as a DB. Right, right. Don't get lazy on your in your route coverage or or your or your uh, coverage in general. Um, you've got to stay screwed in until it hits zeros because they're always looking for a chance to chip away at leads and to also get back in the conversation and make it look a lot better than it is. Because um, Will Lutz had two kicks in the game on Monday night. And then, yeah, and Johnson had the 40-yard 40, uh, 40 touchdown pass. That was it, spread over four quarters. So just make sure we're scoring more than them to help our defense out. And maybe, just maybe, can we quite possibly get a fast start, right? Let's go. Let's get it. Let's get well, out in front. Once again, it's okay to have a hope opening drive touchdown. <laughs> it's not against the rules. It's not illegal. Are you it's sure? Did you check illegal. that? Did we check I that? did. Okay. I did. I did. And stat checker Wes would agree with me, even though I don't need him to check that stat. <laughs> um, but, you know, but I mean, this is it. This is our last show before it's game time, before you hear uh, us on the game day broadcast. And Wolf, I got to say, going into the weekend excited. I'm feeling good about this. So, me too. you know, hey, good. Let the good vibes continue. We are here in the locker room, and we will be at the stadium next. And I uh, just want to make sure if anybody's missed any of our show today, go to the Steelers. In fact, I got a reminder on my phone that I missed the most recent episode that is available for download. So they're coming up quick. And if you missed anything, especially our beautiful Veterans Day salute segment earlier in this show in the first hour, you can go catch that hour alone as well as the entire show so we want to make sure you can go to Steelers mobile app, iHeartRadio app, or wherever else you podcast. Like, subscribe, listen. It's been a great week. Let's go make it even better so we have something to celebrate on Monday. Take care, everyone. You've been in the locker room with Craig Wolfley and Max Starks and Wesley Euler. We're here. Bid you farewell. Have a great weekend. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.